Welcome to the Natural Hair Education Podcast, where we empower, educate, and embrace our essence through the love of natural hair. I am your host, Corinthian Carruthers II, and thank you for listening. I am a licensed beauty educator, licensed cosmetologist, and natural hair culturist. I am co-owner of Creative Hair School of Cosmetology and the creator of Natural Hair Education, a platform that's designed and dedicated to teaching beauty school students, professional stylists, and natural hair enthusiasts, texture hairstyling, and natural hair education. On this platform, we will discuss real hair stories, break myths, and grow in self-love. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Natural Hair Education Podcast. I am excited to be back with you guys, sharing more guests, more tips, more ideas, and just more education around the topic of natural hair. On today's episode, I am thrilled and I am excited to bring to you all a very special guest. I mean, like, I could not wait to get this episode out any longer. I know there are women out there that that are looking for a solution, and I feel that this could be a solution to a lot of our hair woes. On today's episode, I am interviewing Shalita Grant, and Shalita Grant has an amazing story that I want you to stick around for. She's going to share with you her idea and the things that she has created to help heal and create freedom and liberation when it comes to our natural hair woes. Before I bring Shalita onto the podcast, I want to share a little bit about her background and what led her to creating this amazing product. Shalita has grown up around hair. Her mother and grandmother were all at one point a hairstylist. And having working in the salon that was licensed and black owned, she knew about the lack of education for Afro textured hair. Fast forward past four years at the Juilliard School, a Broadway debut and Tony nomination, she found her hair and self-esteem utterly wrecked after three years on a television show that garnered millions in a weekly rating. Shalita states that her type four hair was not welcome on set. Instead, the producers mandated that her character have a professional look, even when her natural hair suffered or fell out to comply with the mandate to wear a ponytail. After quitting what was once her dream job, she told herself that she would turn that pain into a platform. In her quest to solve her own type four hair care issues like Fragility, shedding, lack of curl definition, and lack of growth retention, she gave herself one goal. All of the ingredients must come from nature. After scouring the web for research, she learned about ancient, all-natural ingredients in hair care practices from India and North Africa. She landed on using a henna powder, which became the cornerstone ingredient for her product. She was shocked after her first treatment. After the third, she was madly in love with her new gorgeously defined type 4 curls. She knew she wasn't the only black woman who had experienced hair discrimination. So, she created 4 Naturals Hair to ensure that the natural hair community would heal these hair woes and become a staple in black women's hair care. Shalita goes on to mention how type 4 hair is considered the least desirable hair type. And even though the natural hair movement is the largest and most positive it has ever been, women and men with type 4 hair agree that it's hard to keep our hair healthy. We would agree that if our hair sheds, it's easily prone to damage, hard to detangle, suffering years, long growth plateaus, hair that won't cooperate with water, and the list goes on. Deep conditioners don't address porosity issues, chemical relaxers never fix thin hair or frying ends, and none of our hairstyles or products addresses our shedding or lack of growth retention. The African-American community has never had a treatment system dedicated to the underlying issues with type 4 hair. And this is why I had to get this episode out because I believe this is going to solve a lot of our hair problems. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Stick around for the discount coupon that you can use to purchase your type 4 hair care system. Without any further ado, let's welcome Shalita Grant to the Natural Hair Education Podcast. Hi, Shalita. How are you? I'm great. How are you? (laughs) I'm good. Welcome to the Natural Hair Education Podcast. I am so honored to have you here. Um, We did speak just a few weeks ago about this amazing product that you're going to talk about today. But um, let me just say this before we get started. 
I've been in the industry for 22 years and I have never seen anything like this before. So I think our audience is going to really appreciate what you are bringing to the natural hair community. It is something of high value and something that I think will all help um, with the little girls, the older women. I mean, anyone who's really wanting to embrace their naturally textured hair. I think you are saving the day <laughs> for many of us. <laughs> so before we get into what you're doing, just, you know, share with us who you are and what you do. Okay. So I'm Shalita Grant. Uh, in my first life, I'm an actress, <laughs> Tony nominee, but uh, most people know me from TV, uh, my first job, uh, series regular, NCIS, and then recently, Search Party and You, season three on Netflix. But now, the reason we're talking, I am also the creator, founder, CEO of the Four Naturals Treatment, which is a patent-pending plant-based treatment system designed to, to cure all of the chronic and complex type four hair problems. Absolutely, you guys. And when you hear about what, what she's doing and what the products consist of, I mean, they're all natural. Um, it's, just, it's just so amazing. And I want to be able to share pictures with them. So if you don't mind uh, sending over some photos, I can show them some before and afters of the textures that you showed me. That would be great. But let's talk about how you got into this industry, because I know you mentioned that your mother, your grandmother, your aunt, all of them were in the salon working and you kind of grew up around all of the hair woes of the Black woman. <laughs> yes. So can you share with us that? Yes. So when I was a little girl, um, <laughs> my uh, my grandma's owned a hair salon since before I was born. Hair Dreams 2 uh, in Petersburg, Virginia on Washington Street. And uh, when I moved in with her when I was five, that was like my whole childhood. Like I sat in the waiting area. I cleaned the floors. Like my dream was to be the shampoo girl. <laughs> I achieved that at 12 years old. Uh, but I, the, the black hair was like, it was my family's business. Uh, my grandma is the most successful person in my family, especially when I was a child, um, because she had this business um, that she had had for years and years and years. And, you know, she outlasted, she was on a strip mall. She outlasted the dry cleaners and, you know, like it was, it is a very strong business. And uh -huh. so growing up in the hair salon, like I knew what we knew about black hair and my grandmother, I consider as like a really great black uh, businesswoman. She is a learner. Like we would go to the Bronner brothers convention, like every couple of years, just to see like what is new. Um, and we were right by Fort Lee army base. So we would get black women from like all over the country who had been all over the world. And, you know, she would do their hair and she would learn about like what other salons and countries are doing for and with black hair. And she was always like ready to learn. Amazing. That is so amazing. So you went from being in that environment to going off into Juilliard and getting into the arts. And can you share with us how that transition and just finding those, I guess I want to say the hair chronicles and the, you know, the ups and downs of getting your hair done and entertainment. Um, just take us on that journey. Yeah. So I look at my life so now that I have four naturals, I like break up my life and every other black woman's life as pre-treatment and post-treatment because it really is a different life. But my pre-treatment life was a cycle of big chops, right? Like it would be like, I'm growing my hair out and then I do one thing and then I'm trying to fix that one thing I did and then I can't fix it. And then the only thing I can do is cut it and start all over again. So when I got to Juilliard, um, so I had left, I had moved in with my dad's family in the middle of high school. So I went to two different high schools. Um, and so, you know, in Baltimore, like my stepmom didn't really know anything about hair. So, you know, I would just like do my own hair, but it was like mostly like ponytails and stuff. And so when I got to Juilliard, 
I'm in New York city and my first year, our, like our schedule was 9am to 10pm Monday through Friday. And you were guaranteed one hour for lunch and one hour for dinner. And the first 9am class Monday to Thursday was Daryl. And that's all we called it was Daryl because Daryl's class was one hour of aerobics. (laughs) And so (laughs) every morning we would do the same like aerobics routine and what I loved about Juilliard was that like for the actor, for the acting program and for the musicians, you could get in at any age, right? So like we had like Adam Driver, which everybody knows now, but you know, he came to Juilliard after the Marines. So he was like 24 or something like that when he got there. And one of the, uh, the, the oldest person that was there during my like four years was like 37. So everybody is like, it's, it's like really all walks of life. And so I bring that up to say there would be like classmates that had been drinking the night before and they were puke in Daryl's class. <laughs> and he would be like, keep going. <laughs> but for me, I was dealing with the sweat how do I manage like the sweat in the morning, every morning, four days a week. And then Fridays we would have like either dance or like stage combat. So I was dealing with like a lot of sweat and then like rolling around on the floor and stuff. Like, what am I going to do with my hair? And because I had had, I come to uh, Juilliard with a relaxer. um, I started going to the Dominicans and getting the blowouts. And girl, they blew my hair out. They blew it out. (laughs) (laughs) They blew it right out. So I remember the middle of my first year, I went back to Virginia to visit my family. And my mom looked at my hair and she was like, you're going to have to cut that. And I was like, no, I don't want to be bald. Like, don't cut my length. So she just cut the damage. And that cut was a mullet like the back was like longer and it was like 2007 so like the mullet wasn't even in but I was like I don't care I just don't want to be bald right so I go back to Manhattan with my mullet and Nicole Bahari uh I'm sure a lot of people know who she is but she was a fourth year when I was a first year and she saw that mullet situation and we were in the hallway about to like change classes and she pulled me aside and she was like you should go natural and I was like, what is that? And she was like, girl, go on YouTube, go on like, because I was talking about like, I don't know what to do with my sweaty hair. I don't know what to do. So I discovered YouTube using like the natural girl, you know, the, the all those like girls. And so I would watch all these videos and stuff. And I was like, wow, like you can get your curls like that. Like I have curls. I don't have a pro. So I just like let my mullet situation grow out <laughs> and I went natural. And so I was natural all through Juilliard. And after, uh, after I graduated, I think it was like a year or two after graduation, I got this audition for this pilot and it was basically a scripted version of love and hip hop. And because I knew that show, I was like, oh, those girls don't wear their natural hair. They wear straight hair. Mm -hmm. But I didn't know at the time about like the new wigs and stuff. So I just was like, I've been growing my hair for like almost seven years now, like, I should just flat iron it. No. <laughs> oh, I did girl. one flat iron session, girl. And I was cute. Like, I was so mm-hmm. cute. And I was good. They gave me a call back, but I did not get the job. So I got in the shower and I rinsed out, you know, the the silk press that I gave myself. And I looked in the mirror and it was nothing but strings. Yeah. Nothing but strings. The width of my strands had completely like changed and they were so stringy. And so there were parts that had a little curl, but it definitely was not the same curl. And even on the strand, it would be straight, curl, straight. So for months, I was in straight up denial, Corinthian, like, (laughs) no, I'm gonna get this curl back. I was putting deep conditioners and curl creams and like all of this stuff in my hair to try to get that curl back. And it never came back. And so that was like, I want to say like 2012-ish. And so from 2012 until post-treatment, that's how long it took for me to get my hair back. From 2012, 
I like, I, I ended up like, all right, fuck it. Let's just go with it. Like, I'm just going to relax it. So I relaxed it, did the creamy crack. Huh. And I was like, oh no, I don't like how this looks. So I like cut the sides and the back and I had this pompadour situation. And it just so happened that that was the highest point of my career at that point. I was mm. on Broadway and I got nominated for a Tony. And so now I'm going to all these red carpets like after work, right? And so on stage, I'm in this curly haired wig, but then I'm going to red carpets and I have this like, like, page cut situation going on and then you see like as the weeks go on my hair that pompadour went from like this long thing to this like short like cross situation and so by the end of August when I had decided I was going to move to LA my hair was like that long and that was from one thermal straightening that for like over a year and a half it was just like damage on damage on damage. Mm -hmm. So then I moved to LA and then I got the Hollywood black <laughs> hair education. <laughs> and I had this commercial agent um, that I met with and it was a great meeting. And I remember like being in the car on the 405 and I got a call from my manager and she was like, they thought you were great but they thought you were older oh, and I was like older really? they were like yeah like she has a very like young effervescent spirit but she looked older and I was like what made me look older and it was my short hair mm -hmm. so it was like we have to know that you're okay with doing longer hair because that looks younger mm -hmm. so then that conversation spurred me on this like whole like okay wigs and extensions like I go back to YouTube to find out like how are the girls doing this now right like what are they using what are they doing and so um from 2013 to 2014 one year I had auditioned for about 59 different projects 59 different projects and for one project, I could be seen upwards of like five, six times before they go, oh no, we want someone else. So that's like hundreds of auditions. And for these auditions, because of that like commercial conversation, I realized that like, oh, I'm supposed to like, I need to transform for these people. Like they're not gonna see it, right? Like I have to show up as the complete character. So I would do braids for this, throw a wig for that, extensions for this, like just like completely different looks for this entire year. And then at the end of that year, I booked my first job. And it wasn't a life-changing job. It was like a one episode of a show that only did one season. Mm -hmm. But from that one job for six months, I either booked a job or I worked a job. And then in 2015, yeah. I booked two shows at the same time. Oh, wow. New Orleans and Mercy Street. And then that is where, that <laughs> is basically the job that started Four Naturals. Wow. Wow. That is, you know, you have a lot of ups and downs with the hair and I'm sure a lot of women go through that. And, it, and, you know, sometimes we take it as being, oh, this is what we go through. This is normal. This is natural for us to have our hair woes and to have these hair traumas <laughs> and hair experiences that are not, you know, is, is not, helping us with our esteem it's not helping us with our image and so you know we hide under the wigs we hide under all these things but it does more damage mm -hmm. um I like when we had our conversation you kind of talked about um like the the breakage that started happening around the edges and in the center and you know like trying to wear these wigs and then you you, you also shared with me that there was that one incident where you like you showed up on television and they were like no what happened to her hair? You know, like that hair conversation was, it, it probably haunted you for a minute, but was that the actual moment where you were like, okay, I got to find something different. I have to yeah. find something for me. So when I did NCIS, that experience was like, <laughs> there, every black woman in this industry has hair trauma stories with the business, every one of us. And some of us are like, 
they, we found this like pigeonhole area in our career where people don't mind that like Vivica Fox wears wigs all the time, right? Like there are actresses in our industry that are, people don't mind that they wear the wigs. Like it is what it is, right? But a lot of us, like <laughs> I was just having a conversation, like we watch, we wig watch, we hair watch. When we see us on TV as black women, <laughs> yes, we do. we're watching the hair, right? And so my situation was so egregious, right? And I also think too, there was a little colorism at play as well because I'm light skin. The expectation is that I should have good hair, but I'm a black woman with typical type 4C hair. And so what people saw on that show was, me struggling with this standard. So season one, I show up with this straight wig and I was like flat ironing my hair. But then when I got the job, I realized like I'm in New Orleans with the humidity. I cannot do this, right? So it was like, I need curls. But then the conversation was like, how curly is curly? And how, how much curl are we gonna allow? So then we went into the extensions. And then because I did an episode in the water that required all of this like water rehearsal, we were in chlorinated water. When I took that unit down, I had a bald spot, traction alopecia in the center of my hair. And so then it was like, okay, season three, can I just be in a wig that we have some leave out? But then in the middle of season three, that's when I started documenting my hair loss. So in the middle of season three, I sent producer photos of my leave out and the difference between the hair that was braided. And that leave out went to like my nose. But then when we went to hiatus um, and the hair in under the wig was way longer. But then when I went to into hiatus in June, I went to Aveda in, Man in Brooklyn and I like took down my hair hat. Like I lived in the wigs, right? Like at this point, because that was my job and we worked 10 months out of the year, there was no like, oh, on the weekend, I don't have, no, like I have to prep because Monday I have a 4 a.m. call because I would have to be in the wig chair in the hair chair for like an hour and a half. So I was always the first one there, you know, getting the most done and I looked the worst. Mm -hmm. So- in during my hiatus, I would like take it off and like try to like, you know, work with myself. Well, I looked in the mirror, took taking down that hair hat and that leave out that was at my nose was like an inch away from the hairline. Ooh. And in that moment, it was like, I have to quit. I have to quit this job because I've literally done everything and I'm only getting damaged. And so season four, and that's the season that everybody talks about. I had that like shoe polish wig. And for me, that was just like, I give up. I give up. I can't do this. It's not my hair. I don't care that it doesn't look real. For me, I can't let you keep damaging me. And I have to get off the show nice. So eventually I did get off the show in the middle of season four. And when I got back to LA, you know, I'm into Luke Lake now. And I'm not working, but everybody is working. And I just felt like I had been run over by like 18 trucks. Yeah. And for me, it was like the initial thing was the trauma of the job, right? And the fact that I knew I wanted to work again, I believed I would work again, but I knew I needed to do some healing to get on a new set so that I don't perpetuate like the same like bad feelings. But then after three months of trauma therapy and I did like two recurs that same year that I quit that show, I was still in a wig, like for both of those characters. Like I did Santa Clarita diet, a recur on that. And I was in this like Bob wig. And then I did search party. And that was like a curlier long wig with some leave out. And I was like, in 2019, I'm watching Real Housewives and I'm owning my hard feelings toward Kenya and her beautiful, <laughs> thick, luscious, long hair, right? <laughs> and I'm like, like, why don't I have curl definition? Why is my hair so dry? Why can't I use a curling iron or flat iron on my hair without it falling apart? Yeah. And so I was like, I got all this time. I got all this money. I'm gonna try to figure it out because the truth is Corinthian, I had been to the top of the mountain. 
I had worked with hairstylists. I've had hundreds of hairstylists work in my hair. Oh, I worked on Beyonce. Oh, I worked on Rihanna. I worked on, but there's nothing up there. There's nothing up there. There's no help for the hair that grows out of your head, right? They're only band-aids. Yeah. And those band-aids, the, the stuff that they're covering, it gets worse, right? Yeah. And so I, on my walk down from the top of the mountain, it just became clear that no one is coming. No one is coming and no one cares. So if I want to solve this problem, it's incumbent on me to solve it. And I have black girl boundaries. So I was like, I need to heal like the, the, the like racial damage that I have like just that has been indoctrinated in me. That's like part of like how I even look at myself. And one of those really toxic beliefs is that my hair is so different. It's so alien that I need something not in nature. I need like man-made chemicals to help my hair. And I was like, I want to heal that. Ooh. Another toxic belief is that my hair and water just don't mix. And I'm like, no, 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 I, I want to heal that. Right. And I'm going to do it with nature. So I started looking at doing a ton of research, right? Because I come from that like cosmetology background, right? Like mm -hmm. licensed cosmetologist. I know what she knows. And then I even went back to the cosmetology board in the, you know, the LA one or California one. And I was like, wow, like they literally say hair is hair. That's the definition of erasure, not just for black people, but even Asians. Like if you, if a barber tries to do a fade on a black person's hair, on a white person's hair, on an Asian person's hair, they have to use different techniques and skills because the way that the hair grows out is different. Yes. So even that is just like the experience of different hair types and heads of hair totally invalidates that hair is hair, right? So I was like, there's nothing there for me. And that's why we are in the predicament that we're in. So I was like, but there is cosmetic chemistry, which is what people who make products for hair mm -hmm. go through. So yes. I started doing all this research into cosmetic chemistry. What is even hair? Like, what are the chemical, what is the chemical makeup of hair? Mm -hmm. Like, what is even the charge of hair? So I learned like all this good stuff. And then I was like, I'm going to look at non-white successful hair cultures. And how did I define success? I defined success by length retention, moisture retention, how healthy, like the health of the hair, the strength, right? And the tensile, like the flexibility of, this, of the hair. And so I lit on India, Eritrea, Ethiopia, and Greece. And I looked at what are the, the ingredients that they're using? What are their practices? So from Eritrea and Ethiopia, I, I discovered that they had been pre-pooing before YouTube even existed, right? Oh, wow. So like, and then I was like, what are their pre-poo things? And it's like this ghee, the butter, and why are they using butter? Oh, because they are addressing that need for slip to stop the breakage. But I was like, I'm not gonna put butter in my hair. So I went over to Greece and they have been using olive oil in their hair. Now, We'll address that later. <laughs> then I went over to India and I was like, yo, they have like treatment days for the whole family. And their treatment days are these mud masks of henna, henna, amla, shakaki, all these other like Ayurvedic ingredients. And so the in India, they practice Ayurvedic medicine. And the Ayurvedic, the principles of Ayurveda is we solve the root issues, not the symptoms. Mm. And we believe that if we solve the root issues with nature, with plants, then you don't have that myriad of, you know, like topical things like, oh, it's dry. Use a gloss. Oh, but it's hard. Use a cholesterol. Oh, but you know, it's like, no, we're going to use one thing that solves like all of these issues. So I saw that they use henna and I was like, yo, 
Why are they using henna? They're using henna because it coats the strand. It adheres to the strand. It makes it her thicker, stronger, heavier. And I was like, that's what we want. And I was like, but why aren't we using henna? I don't believe I'm the smartest black woman on the planet. So I'm like, I'm sure there are other black women that had done this research and used it. So I went back over to YouTube and I saw all of these black women. I only look for henna fails, right? And what are, what's the common denominator between mm -hmm. all these women that have used henna and failed? And for them, it was using henna that had chemical or metallic salts in it, right? Hennas that are used for dyeing the hair. Yep. Then they used either they either that or they used henna lawsonia, but they just added water and no other humectants. And then they didn't decondition after, right? And so I was like, okay, well, if those are the ways to fail, let me try to see how I can like make this work for myself. Because at this point, I had used bentonite clay, rice water, la 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 la, all this new <laughs> stuff that everybody's like talking about, and none of it changed my problems, right? And then I did my first kind of mud mass treatment, and it was so crazy, Corinthian, because. It was like, it was the experience of like, okay, this is how my hair usually is. And because I've used all of these other things, like thousands of other things, I'm used to my hair reverting back to what it was before. And then I used that mud mask and it was like this disbelief, like, is my hair different? How, I don't know. Like, did I have these <laughs> curls when I rinsed it out? I don't know. But then by my third treatment, I was like, no, my hair is completely different. And that was the birth of four naturals. Listen, when I saw those pictures, those before and after, I'm like, maybe I should comb my locks out. <laughs> Let me go back. Cause I only have locks because I did not have the patience. And I and I got tired of trial and error using different products. It's gonna promise this, it's gonna promise that. And then I don't get the results. And again, we have so many different textures, even through all through th throughout our head, that it's 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 hard to address one, like all things with one product. Yes, and it I is. it is. And so when I saw your before and afters, and then learned exactly what it is, I'm like, this is is game changer. And like I said to you, I've been in this industry for 22 years. My family and I own a beauty school. We've never seen any type of product that actually care for the hair in its whole complexities, not just with the moisture, but with the strength and, you know, making that, that coating that hair strand and making the hair weighted. Cause like you said, we want the weight, right? We want weight. We That's want why we weight. add like 50 products when you're trying <laughs> to do a wash and go. Cause you're like, okay, so if I have like 15 products in here, then maybe it'll get my curl to stay down. And then the next day it's standing straight it's up. Standing straight up. And another thing is um, about the wash and go. There's this myth that 4C can't have wash and go hair. I know you've heard that before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, and so like, that's the thing too. And like you said, we'll have to, you know, it wouldn't be a wash and go. It'd be a wash and then we have to, brush it out and then we have to do this and then we have to add this then we have to you know so it's not they slow dry it do the two strand twist like <laughs> yeah the total process so I am I am excited about your line like I really am I've been thinking about it like since we had that conversation it's been on my mind I'm like man, I've really never seen this before I've never seen a process a, a process or a system that is going to help and heal not just cover and fix for the moment but actually heal um the hair in your hair yeah like looking at your hair and let's talk about your hair because um you know a lot of times when those who are natural, we we don't want to, you know, put the heat on the hair and do all those things. But I feel that with your product, with your treatment, it's going to be okay. Like It's, it's going to be okay. <laughs> like, okay, so we'll talk about my hair and then I'm going to like tell your audience like what is possible. So I, what I learned was the reason that I, I was prone to thermal damage because I have high porosity hair. So mm. my cuticles are 
busted open, okay? Like <laughs> all over the place. And so what the henna does for me is that it paves over all of those holes. It seals down my cuticle. And because it's a progressive treatment, right? Like mm -hmm. the company is called Four Naturals because mm -hmm. it's four, four naturals, right? Mm -hmm. And I understand the way that we think and our practices. So I wanted to create something that fit into how we already do things, right? But changes it and frees you up. So our wash days are wash days. They're a marathon because we're doing two things at once. We know that you can't immediately style your hair. You have to do some kind of treatment. So mm -hmm. we're avocado, mayonnaise, bentonite, hot oil treatment, whatever, right? For hours. And the belief is if I keep this on for hours, then I am treating my hair. And when I rinse it out, it's going to remain in my hair. And at best, you get like a film on your hair, mm -hmm. but you don't get what it was like when it had, when you had I it in your it. hair. Mm -hmm. And the problem, the problem is that those ingredients don't have a charge, a cationic charge or a positive charge. Our hair is negatively charged. Yes. Opposites attract. <laughs> so it's a total waste of time and you feel it's a waste of time because it is a waste of time, right? And so I wanted something that I was like, okay, if I can like sit with something on my hair that's going to stay, it's the henna, it's the Casio Bovada, it's that slippery elm. And so now post-treatment, I have treatment days and I have wash days. Hmm. They're not the same. When I straighten my hair, if I do, you know, whatever, like just, I want to put some health in my hair. So I'll treat it once a month or twice a month if I'm going to straighten it because I'm adding to what I did to my hair, right? And then my wash days are sessions. It's a wash morning, a wash afternoon, wash evening, because I know I have treatment in my hair. So okay. all I have to do is wet it, wash it, condition it. And then when I comb it or brush it with my leave-in conditioner and gel, I get curls, that's the difference. Yeah. So what's going on right now? I still press my hair on Wednesday. I went to LA last weekend. I shot a short film and they wanted like straighter hair and they put it, they did this like whole like thing to it. And then when I got back home, I was like, all right, I got to wash all that junk out. And I was like, oh, but wait, I have auditions. So let me just like <laughs> still press it real fast. And I put sock curls in my hair from TikTok. Now I have literally years of henna in my hair. So flat ironing my hair is like, it's, it's nothing. And if I have someone who commits a hair crime against me using too, too high a heat or, you know, didn't use a heat protectant or whatever. Yeah. I'll have heat stress, but it's not damage because I know that I can just treat it. And over time, those curls, they may not be the exact 4C, but they're going to be camouflaged into the rest of what I got going on. So there's no drama. There's no need to like cut it. Right. right. Uh -huh. So what's possible? Well, the relaxer, literally, I don't know how long that's going to be offered because all five of the manufacturers are currently in a class action lawsuit. Yes. Yep. So like at the end of the day, you got to ask yourself, all right, how long are black women going to be able to even have this on offer? And for that population of black women that uses the relaxer, there are a myriad of reasons for the why, but at the end of the day, it's a texture and manageability thing for these black women. It's like, I cannot, won't, will not, can't, do this hair that grows out of my head and it's easier for it to be straight. And so for those with the relaxer or Brazilian blowout or whatever, tech slacks, whatever, adding that four naturals treatment to your hair will give you everything that those treatments or you can't even call it a treatment because it doesn't treat anything. It doesn't treat, you know? <laughs> right. So it gives you everything that those services do not. With the four naturals treatment, you can thermally straighten your hair. And you can use that henna treatment over the hair that was relaxed and those bonds that got broken and that width of the strand, mm -hmm. it will increase. It'll get thicker and stronger. 
and longer. And so you will be able to continue to grow out your hair. And I'm not speaking from like, you know, myth in 2020. So I started the four natural treatment in 2019. In 2020, for the audience that I had been building, I, you know, I'd been saying like, hey, if you have chemical in your hair, you can still use this treatment and it's going to make your hair better. So because I didn't have it, I was like, all right, I'm gonna go for it. So I went to this Hollywood salon and I got the Brazilian blowout in June. I went back and I did it again in, in September. He treated the entire, like he over-treated, like the hair that had the Brazilian mm-hmm. before, he put more Brazilian on it. So it was like, okay. So when I get in the shower, I had clumps of my hair in my hands. And that was the first time in years that I had seen so much hair loss. Mm. And I freaked out. I was like, oh no, I'm bald now. Can't have my business. But no, what I did was I treated my hair every week, right? Because I needed to rebuild and I needed to rebuild fast because I was still thermally straightening it. And then in October, October, November of that same year, I booked you and we shot that for six months Mm -hmm. and I wore my own hair and just like kind of full circle moment. After that aired, there were people on Twitter, black women on Twitter, hair watchers (laughs) that were like, um, it's giving leave out with a sew-in. And it was like, oh no, baby girl, it's giving all me actually. Come on now. We're like. (laughs) whole scenes whole episodes where it was just my hair and when we did add hair it was like three or four flippings like even at the end of that season with the the bangs that was a bang clipping and a couple other clippings there were no weaves no sew-ins there was none of that right so going from like what is going on with her hair to like it's giving (laughs) not hers and I know it's all me that was like wow that's amazing and also for the sisters that were doing that it was like and you can have it too and you can have it too you can have it too So going back to like what's possible, yeah, like I did those two Brazilian blowout treatments. I started that show with 13 inches of hair. I left with 16. Awesome. So that's what's possible. It literally flips everything on its head. And then when you talk about color, right, hair color, there in the cosmetology book, it says, you know, what people remember is henna is bad for color. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But what they actually say is a lot of henna has metallics and chemical salts in it. Those salts interact poorly with chemical color and yes. cause the hair to smoke and burn and it doesn't process evenly. Mm-hmm. But that's henna with chemical salts. Before natural treatment, it's just henna lawsonia. That's it. There's no chemical uh-huh. additives. There's nothing to accelerate the color, right? It's really a health treatment and there is a color benefit for some of us. Like for me, it colors my grays for some, (laughs) it just makes the grays a little shinier and brighter. Right. And so for those that have color, I have a treatment ambassador, Amore Monet. (laughs) You can look her up online, A-M-O-R-E on Instagram. And she is a licensed cosmetologist and a color specialist. She's a black woman who has type three C hair and she's got the same problems. Listen, textured hair is textured hair, right? Or you might feel like, oh, my four Z is the worst, but (laughs) sis, everybody is struggling with moisture retention, length retention, thinning, you know, dandruff, like Hmm. a lot of people have that issue. And so for her, she used this pH shampoo and it wrecked her hair. And so because she knew me through someone else, she asked me for the treatment and she was like, I'm gonna cut it all off again. And that was her life. Her life, if you look at her Instagram, pre four naturals was all like, did this thing, I'll cut it off. Mm-hmm. Did this thing, I'll cut it off. I'm never gonna grow my hair out. And then in 2021, <laughs> she was like, I wanna grow my hair. And because she knew of me and the promises that I was making, she was like, I wanna give her a try. Mm-hmm. So I sent her the product and night and day difference. She was like, I was shocked. Even with just the the deep conditioner, it's a completely different head of hair. And so now if you go to her Instagram, she's got red hair and it's the longest it's ever been. And she is like, it's, it's really like I altered the course of her life. 
Yeah. And so now she's living this, like her last four naturals post was like, I just, she just had a birthday this week. She got her hair pressed and it's long. <laughs> and she did her post and she's like, the curls are back. Um, and she tell, told everybody the experience of getting that press and getting the trim. And she was like, I was so nervous because, you know, now I'm a length queen, right? Now I'm like, oh, the shrinkage is real. Please don't cut my length. <laughs> and when she got the hair straightened, her stylist that straightened it and was trimming it was like, even with all the lightning and color and curls, and we just still pressed it, I'm literally just dusting mm. your ends. Come on now. A and black woman's dreams. Yes, yes. <laughs> and she's living this like punk life. She's like shaved the side, but it's like super long on the sides. And I just see her like living like, oh, I got new glasses and, you know, my red hair. And like, I'm like, good for you. Good for amazing. you. How does that make and, you feel? Yeah. yeah. And the way that you feel like <laughs> it's just a completely different vibe. And it's the henna coating the strand. Like your hair, literally, your cuticles can't flake up because that henna has paved it down. And that when you're using awesome. it progressively, it's just like, it is what it is. You just got good, strong, bulletproof hair. And your hair looks so healthy. I mean, it looks strong. It looks shiny. It looks healthy. So I know if you're using that faithfully, which I know you are, I see the results. Yeah. And let me tell you one more thing. So after that show aired, uh, you in 2021, I cut off 13 inches in uh, front of everybody. Okay. No. 13 inches, October 26th of 2021. And the reason behind it, there were many, um, but one of the, the most important was that I lost my versatility because of that chemical treatment, right? So it was like the Four Naturals treatment, like my curls after that first one, it's mm -hmm. the second one in 2020, they were like non-existent, but the henna like helped like bring some of it back, but it was definitely not the same curl. Yeah. It was like this 2C3A situation. And I was like, that's not my curl type. Like, I actually really like my 4C spirals. Like, they are very unique and beautiful and thick. And so that's what I wanted. Again, I wanted to be able to do this and go back to my 4C. So I cut off 13 inches because I was like, that's how much hair had that stuff on it. And you're going to watch me grow it back. So all of 2022, we did the hashtag grow with me challenge. And that challenge was the books say, the cosmetic chemistry books say you can grow up to half an inch a month, uh -huh. half an inch a month. Mm -hmm. And I let the audience see that that was absolutely true. And so by the end of this year, look at that. I'm going to have... Oh. Really? I'm gonna have like my like 16 yeah. back, you know and it's gonna be thick and healthy and strong and I'll be having that versatility and I found that color well like that's what I have in my hair right now that humidity proof stuff so yeah like I'm like oh I'm good now <laughs> you are <laughs> you definitely are you are so how does this make you feel that I feel like you've created a lifesaver for many yeah. new women. I, I, okay. Let me tell you about another client. Uh -huh. She was 51 turning 52 in 2019. And at when I started for naturals, initially I only wanted product testers, like black women who would get the treatment done for free. And I gave them like seven treatments over time. Just let me document it. Keep coming to me, tell me how it is because I knew what was going on for me. And I just wanted to make sure that that was going to be true for everyone else before I started asking for money. Right. <laughs> so, um, I hadn't had, like, I, I had like booked out this like little salon suite, um, for the, my lab, that's what I was calling it. <laughs> and um, uh, Keisha had called me and was like, look, I know, like she had signed up, I wanna be a tester. She's like, I know that my time is supposed to start next week, but I'm going to Hawaii for my 52nd birthday. And I just wanna know if it's possible, if I can get in early and have yes. <laughs> so I'm like, my skirt is up, the boxes are everywhere, but you don't care, let's do it. So 
she goes to Hawaii and this is a black woman who lived in silk presses, right? Because she had carpal tun tunnel syndrome and she stopped the creamy crack, but she could not like do her mm -hmm. hair. And so she goes to Hawaii and I told her, you can literally use anything. Like now that your hair, the health of your hair is better, you can use anything. Mm -hmm. She's taking videos with these beautiful like 3C, 4A curls. She's put flowers in her hair. She told me I swam with the turtles in the oh. ocean. <laughs> I swam with the turtles and then I went to the hotel and I rinsed my body and I used the hotel conditioner. And, you know, she's 50, 52. So she was like, I brought some lot of body and I put that in my hair. <laughs> and the curls were just curling amazing and she felt beautiful powerful a part of nature like she belonged in this world right yeah and that's how I feel like I feel like that mm. I feel like there is nothing and there's nothing no situation nothing that will make me not feel beautiful because my baseline are my curls so if I get thrown in the water right now, it's like, <laughs> and five hours from now, I'm going to have these gorgeous curls that like hang because I literally have like 18 treatments in this hair. So like the hair is just going to curl and hang. Right. So like there's, there's nothing. And just feeling like beautiful, like literally just beautiful in my own skin and hair like I don't need anyone and I don't need anything I just am me that has to feel so liberating it's I freedom. mean oh my goodness it's freedom it's absolutely freedom absolutely. and that's what I sell I sell freedom Come on like now. this is it ladies like you don't have to change everything I want you to adjust a couple things and once you adjust those couple of things, you're free. That is so exciting. Yeah, so exciting. it really is. It gives me goosebumps. <laughs> I know, me too. I'm sitting here like, oh my goodness. So where can they find this at? I know they're going to be like, okay, where can we go? Because I'm ready to order now. Where yes. can we find, find so you? Go to www.fournaturals, plural, as in all of us, hair.com. Go to that store. We have all of our tutorials online. We also do, I do two uh, live virtual classes a month because oh. I believe in accountability. Come to us, tell us like, what issues are you having? Like, are you having issues with your curls? A lot of our low porosity curl friends, like they, for there's like uh, three to four uses out of that jar, three to four treatments. And it's dermatologically tested. So you can sleep with that henna treatment in your hair up to 10 hours, right? And so in the salon, when I had the hair spa, my max processing was two hours, right? Because come on. <laughs> but when you have this treatment at home, you can sleep with it in your hair. So that's the equivalent of like five treatments in one, right? And so for my low porosity curl friends, like it may, depending on how low your porosity is, it may take you about two to three treatments for you to really get the full benefit. But mm -hmm. what everybody experiences first is the strength and the softness of their hair, the curl definition and formation. And so what's the difference between treatment in one and treatment three? Well, the difference between treatment one is what you'll see with treatment one is that you can get curls, right? It's possible to get curls and you'll see them once you add your gel to your hair and the curls will just, they'll start ringleting. But by treatment three, you won't even need gel to see your curls. Like once your hair is rinsed, you see your curls. Wow. So you'll add gel because you're lazy and you don't want to do your hair again. <laughs> so that's the difference. That is so awesome. I'm so happy for you. And I want to say thank you so much for, you know, taking the time. I know part of your um, trial and error with your own hair is what brought you here. And yeah. so, you know, some people would have just given up and call yeah. it quits and just go with the flow of things and become a norm of, okay, I have to wear these wigs and I have to wear these head caps because I can't find something else. But no, you push through. 
and you you push through and I'm so excited like for what's to come I'm excited for the people that whose lives are going to change the liberation and the freedom that they're going to have because of your product so I am so thankful for you so thankful for you Thank you. And thank you for having me on your platform. No problem. Before you leave though, I mean, you've been so encouraging the whole time. I feel like you, are you writing a book? Like, (laughs) (laughs) no girl. (laughs) Okay. You got a lot going on, but I just feel that that, um, you're such inspiration to even myself being in this industry. Um, So do you have anything inspirational or inspiring or a tip or a suggestion that could, that you can leave us with? Okay. I'm going to give you practical something practical. Okay. So the four natural treatment, I say it's four steps. The fourth step is a wash and go, but it's truly three. Two of those are patent pending, the patent pending detangling method and the henna mud mask. Mm-hmm. So the detangling method, it's cheap. And I'm going to walk you through it. And I just want your audience to take these practical tips because your detangling does not have to be laborious. Stop hurting the babies. So let's, we're going to go through this. Okay. What do you need? You need this $8 brush from Sally's Beauty. It's mm-hmm. called the Tangle Tamer, not the teaser, plugged in. And it has this little plug. You're going to use right. it between your pointer finger and your middle finger. But before you even pick that up, because I know how we are, let's <laughs> talk about how we detangle, right? You, you might use deep conditioner, good for you, but you're going to section it. You might section it into four sections. You might do one section at a time, like little bits. You're going to add the deep conditioner. And what do you do? You immediately start trying to detangle. <laughs> Stop. What are you going to do from now on? You're going to do one part down the center. You're going to part right in front of the ear, right behind the ear. That's six sections. Why six? Because four is too large. It's too much hair, right? Mm -hmm. And you're not going to strive for perfect parts. Your hair is tangled. Why are you going for perfect? It doesn't even make any sense. So just make sure that it's enough hair, like it's the same hair in the same section, okay? And then you're going to put on your deep conditioner. And then you're going to put some olive oil in a spray bottle. Now, let's pause here. Olive oil, you got the ick. Ugh. Why are you going to put olive oil? That's for cooking, right? Well, I just have one thing to say. Screw you, Rachel Ray, because that's the only reason you believe that olive oil is made for the kitchen. So let's delve deeper into that. Rachel Ray has made millions of dollars yeah. by convincing us to use olive oil to cook with, right? Before Rachel Ray, we did not cook with olive oil. We had very little use for olive oil, right? But because (laughs) of Rachel Ray, we had relegated olive oil for the kitchen, right? And when I say put olive oil in your hair, because you think of frying, you're like, oh, my hair is going to be greasy. Rachel Ray made millions of dollars because olive oil ain't greasy. It's a healthy, fatty oil, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so... You're going to put that olive oil in the spray bottle. You're going to spray on top of that deep conditioner and you're going to clip it off and you're going to do the same thing to the next section. You're not going to immediately start manipulating. Why? Because you need to give your hair an opportunity to accept all these humectants and let that olive oil take those ends that always want to go back to the root. That olive oil, it adds the slip that the Ethiopian ghee ads, right? And it gets those strands to stay pointing down toward the ground. And so I guarantee you, by the time you're done adding those two ingredients to all six of your sections, when you come back to that first section, now you can tangle tame, right? And when you tangle tame, you're going to go through the hair like butter. And because of this brush, one of my favorite things to do was to show people what I took out of their head because that's healing, right? Because we're used to seeing this, (laughs) right? Uh Right? Uh And so I would show them what came out of their head and they would be mystified. And I always told people, come to me with dirty hair. 
Don't come with me. Don't come. You don't have to blow. No, come to me with dirty hair because I want to show you that it can be different. It can be better. So that is my tip. And the last like inspirational thing is where you are is not who you are. Awesome. Where Thank you me. are is not who you are. That is good. That is very good. And that tip, the detangling tip is golden. You just talk something. That's golden. It's gold. And literally you get through the worst, hardest head of hair in less than 30 minutes. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and detangling, that's a whole service in itself. Yes. Typically. Yes. It's a whole yes. service in itself. But thank you so very, very, very much. I can't say thank you enough for your time and your education and your knowledge and sharing this amazing product with us. I'm excited. I can't wait to get my hands on it, not for my hair, but for our students to get them acclimated with it, just to see, you know, the difference. Yeah. They can take it home to their families. And then, you know, next thing you know, we're all using for natural hair. So I'm excited. Yay. Thank you, Corinthian. I hope you all enjoyed the episode with Shalita Grant and I'm going to recommend that you all try the Four Naturals hair treatment. I've seen before and after photos, after one treatment, after three treatments, and it is unbelievable, you, you guys. As I mentioned, I've been in this industry for 22 years and I have not seen a product that actually defined the hair curls, prevent the breakage, uh, keeps the moisture retention. It is just an amazing product. And Shalita has blessed us with coupon codes. So if you are interested in purchasing your Four Naturals hair treatment, check the show notes for the coupon or discount codes for your purchase. Until next time, you guys, let's continue to educate, empower, and embrace our essence through the love of natural hair. Thank you for listening.